Switched on on F104 and I'm joined by Gabriel of the Murder Capital. Hello. Hello, Louise. What's the crack? Thank you so much for chatting to us. You've been busy. You've been out on the road a lot. Yeah, we've been flat out. Flat to the town. Just... So it's been busy. Yeah, all the festivals. I saw you play Glastonbury there a couple of weeks ago. That looked insane. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, it, because you'd been watching it since we were young, uh, it just felt like you were in a movie. Because mm-hmm. like it was, we ne- we hadn't even been there. Like any of us as um, like as punters or like we, we'd never played it before, so it was like a completely new experience. But we felt like we knew the place because we had seen it so many times on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was just, it felt like we were in a movie. It was class. I can imagine it was good as how it looks on telly, if not better. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Everybody's just on the same wavelength. It's yeah. just like magical place. It, it It is as good and as big as everyone says it is. Mm, it, it, it's on my wish list to get there. But you've recently yeah. released Gigi's Recovery. That was back in January. So when you do something like Glastonbury or a festival, do you kind of pull from new material or do you tend to kind of have a look back at, at older music as well? Um, I think because that was the first time we got to play Glastonbury, it was very much... Uh, like a balanced set of a representation of the murder capital so far. Mm-hmm. Um, but playing the new songs were like hit particularly hard, I think, because we had been writing Gigi's recovery for so long. It was like two and a half years by the time like we put it out or recorded it pretty much. Um, and Gigi's recovery, that song in particular off the record, was a really, really hard one to finish. Um, it went through like a lot of different versions and like there was a key change at one stage and <clears throat> it was actually the first song we, we began to write, but one of the last songs that we that we finished. Um and that was the like that was the time that I got the most emotional at Glastonbury was um just in that chorus, second mm-hmm. chorus section, when it like drops down to me, Pump and James, mm-hmm. um, I start me and Pump always like go over to each other at that section, but I just started like bawling, crying because it was like, it was just so hard to get there, yeah, because it was so hard to make the record, and then, uh, like we were booked to play Glastonbury in two thousand nineteen, and obviously the pandemic yeah. happened, and you know. It was a while after, like it was like four years after we were booked for this initially. And like, mm. it was just really hard. It was really hard to get the record done. It was really hard to actually make it to Glastonbury. So, um, yeah, it was definitely an emotional time when it all came together. So. It was all that build up that suddenly got to be released. Yeah, exactly. Um, and there's, a, I really like there's a great release in that song mm. and in, in, in the record in general. So, yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, it, it it actually, I don't know, I don't want to say it like worked out for the best, but <laughs> maybe it did in a way that it took that long for us to have our first set at Glastonbury because we were able to tell such a succinct story of how it had, of our whole journey up until that point. Yeah. I think it was like, really, uh, it was a, that set in particular was a big pillar for us in the, in the journey of the band and just, it feels like once we've got there, there's just such a stronger leg to go even further again. Mm-hmm. 
Was there a pressure with releasing that album after having such success with When I Have Fears? Um, it, I think it was more of a pressure of writing it. Maybe we just wanted we wanted to make sure it was just as good as we could make it be. Mm. Um, I think like the second album is a really interesting time because it's like generally the only time in your career you're going to completely double your body of work. Mm-hmm. So, like, like an album like four or five you're adding to like a a longer story and there's more to choose from but like if you're just from album one to album two it's just like doubling what you have um it's like it's an it just not that it means more but it's just maybe there might be a bit more of a focus on it um but yeah the pressure definitely was more internally from ourselves that we just wanted to we just wanted to make it as good as it was and like there was so because we had so long to write it we just really went in on ourselves and like it it ended up getting to like really vulnerable places um but i think the pressure was in the writing process and then once we had it done and like once we finished it with john um john congleton the producer by the end of that we were we were just delighted like the release was definitely like what a release is meant to be It, it was like exciting and uh freeing being able to let everyone hear it because we had we had we had had it for so long kind of you know yeah it must be quite a nice feeling to do that and then suddenly go okay now it's yours now we don't have to worry about it anymore yeah exactly (laughs) exactly um but yeah like it was the the pressure was definitely alleviated by uh it going to number one in ireland like Mm -hmm. we uh we were absolutely blown away by the support and the love that we got um like from releasing it and the whole time we've been in a band but it was like that was definitely something that blew us away that Ireland really got behind us as much as we get behind Ireland Does it surprise you how much or does it surprise you each time you get that that success and that kind of you know um, interest and love from people is it surprising to you? Absolutely it's it's very like it's very strange it's a very strange feeling sometimes like um, but it's really beautiful, like it's it, and it's really meaningful that like it's received in that way because a massive reason to why the five of us do it is because of the effect music has had on our lives, mm-hmm. and like you know, sometimes you're just like a facilitator for like that happening in other people's lives. Like it was an amazing experience over the sort of we did um, loads of in stores and. We got to hang out like for like an hour or two hours after and people who were just like into the band and into the music were able to like, we were actually able to have like a conversation with them. And so many people just had really said that the music that we made had helped them or like got them through certain times in their life or got them through... uh, the pandemic like they hadn't even heard of us before then and like using really heavy words mm-hmm. how much the music that we made had meant to them and like that definitely just does make you feel like keep going and like it's just yeah. that's just music in general music in general that can connect with something that's what it can do mm-hmm. like other people's music has helped us go in difficult times in our life and 
and our own music has helped us go in our own lives mm-hmm. a lot of the time. Um, so it's amazing to know that that does it for other people. Yeah, it makes uh, it so worthwhile. Yeah, exactly. It's just yeah. like it's a privilege to be able to do that in life, you know. Mm-hmm. And especially, like, especially I, I'm kind of drifting from the point here, but <laughs> um, like even like after Sinead's death, like Sinead yeah. O'Connor's death, it like really put things into perspective. Like the privilege of being an Irish musician and like adding to that, like like Lit- anthology of yeah. music from Sinead, like from the Cranberries, from mm-hmm. um, Thin Lizzy, the undertones, like, like the history that we have is just like phenomenal. Unbelievable. And, like, to, to, yeah. to add to that story anyways, like. It's know, pretty it's special. Yeah, it's pretty special. Mm-hmm. And obviously we were mentioning at the start that you've been on the road quite a bit. What is it like to be on tour on the road? Like, what do you get up to? That's class, like, we um, we just try to keep each other entertained because we have a lot <laughs> of long drive. I can imagine. And like, you kind of have to, there's, a, there's like a, there's an unconscious obligation to try to make everybody laugh. Mm-hmm. So we all like a bit of comedy bits and like, we just like, just literally try to entertain each other. Like sometimes like, it feels like we're pretending to be on a panel show or something, but uh, <laughs> Brizzy, our sound engineer, is from Lurgan and Belfast, and it's like really annoying that I have to admit that he is definitely funnier than I am. <laughs> so that keeps me on my toes and keeps us all on our toes, kind of like be funnier than Brizzy. Like <laughs> you have to keep you have to keep the work on it as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, we just we just love like uh, it's just so nice being able to go to different places. That that's one amazing thing about. Um, being a musician and being able to tour is to just see so many places that you might not have been like we're about to go to like I think we're like we're getting on a bus on Thursday and like we're going as far as Serbia like oh I just wow never would, I never thought it would be that far away from home <laughs> um, but yeah it's yes yeah, it's, it's class but like it, it definitely it's it's tough on the mind and body at times and it's like yeah of course I think there's uh, my cousin Charlie always goes on about this. Like anytime I tell him I'm getting it tight on the road, he like quotes. I think that like the band said in the last waltz or something like Scorsese film that you know the human body is just not built to go on tour. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> not. It's not what our like uh, cellular makeups meant to do. But um, I think that's just natural. But yeah, it's. We just we just enjoy ourselves and yeah. museums. We went to the Guggenheim there when we were in uh oh, is it in Porto. Very it was fun. Cool. Very cool. So you're gonna have a lot more because yeah. obviously you're hopping on a bus very soon. You're also then gonna be coming back to Ireland. So you're gonna be doing the Fall Ride into Place festival in September, <laughs> September the seventeenth, you're gonna be headlining it. Yeah, in Galway. Pillow Queen's on the night before us, I believe. Very cool. And then in November, you're going on tour. You have another tour happening in Ireland. Yeah, massive one. I think it's like six or seven weeks. Um, wow. We're going all over the place. We're going to Italy, Germany, uh, France, uh, Sweden, and then the UK and back to Ireland. We're doing the Olympia 
and we are doing the Olympia in Dublin and the Empire in Belfast. Mm-hmm. Um, cannot wait! It's we're delighted that we're getting to do so much of Ireland this time. Yeah, we're definitely a habit of it. It's unbelievable. Thank you so much for chatting to me. Where is the best place people can keep up to date with everything you guys are doing? Um, just on our website and on Instagram and uh, Twitter, I think, is the best place. Uh, <laughs> just at the Mercapola. Um, oh, we're playing Electric Picnic too. I forgot to mention that one. So deadly. Um, yeah, there's an inhaler and the boys got announced for that today. We were That's hanging right. out with them in France recently. They're good boys. Yeah, it's going to be good fun. Yeah, I can't wait. So it's, I feel like it's, I feel like I haven't like went to electric picnic in so long. Yeah, uh, it'd be nice to be back there. Absolutely, it's always it's always good vibes. And then you guys are all over Ireland. If anyone's going on a road trip, there's lots of options. Obviously, Belfast, the yep. Empire's on twenty second, and then you'll be in Dublin on the eighteenth of November as well. So they have a few options. <laughs> yeah, we like we're we're we're, head, we're hitting all points. All of them, all of them. Gabrielle yeah. of the Murder Capital, thank you so much for chatting to us. No bother, Louise. Thank you so much for having me.